I am now on Kofi.com, which is a platform that is completely free um, for myself as a podcaster to accept donations, basically. So very, very small donations, as if you were buying me a drink. Um, I think you can donate £4 or you can make up your own donations. Obviously, this takes quite a lot of time, quite a lot of effort, and I love doing it. But sometimes you need a little bit of a financial... uh, what's the word, like a crutch, I suppose. Um, I'm not expecting to make millions and millions of pounds from this, but it would be really awesome if someone could um, sort of help me along the way, I suppose. Obviously, all the money that I earn from this podcast, I put straight back into the podcast, or I actually buy stuff from my sponsors. Um, So yeah, if you fancy that, then it's ko-fi.com. So ko com forward slash Absolute Bedlam Podcast. And only donate if you can donate. Only donate what you can and if you can. I can't express that enough. Um, don't try to give me too much and then ruin yourself financially. That's not what this is about. This is just about me keeping the, uh, the steam in the uh, machine, as I suppose. Yeah, enough waffling. Here's the episode. Hello and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. Welcome to the land of 2020 where we hope that everything gets a little bit more normal and a little less hectic. Tonight I've got Joe Button on the uh, podcast. As we can see, he's uh, got his name up there in lights. How's it going, Joe? Yes, it's got to be done. It hides the mess well. Mm-hmm. How's it going? You all right? I'm very good, thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. I got a bit of a cold. It's not COVID. Calm down, everyone. Um, there are other viruses available, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just soldiering through. I've got work tomorrow and everything goes back to normal. I've had two weeks off. And naturally, when you have time off, you get ill. That's how the world apparently works. Um, so yeah, all good. So repping defences tonight as well. So uh, shout out to defences. Got them in April, I think, off the top of my head. So that'd be a good Not, one. I'm pretty sure I've opened for them before. I think they were yeah. headlining with someone else in Southampton. Yeah, they're, I think they're based in Southampton or London or something like that. So yeah, they're really good. They're good. Full rhythm assault from defences. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe, how has COVID been for you in the last two years and how drastically has it affected your life and professionalism? Uh, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's, it's affected everyone personally, pretty much in the same way where you can't see family or anything. Um, in terms of the reason why I'm here with, with TikTok and stuff, it's kind of helped it, to be honest. So it's awful and it's been it's been crap and it, it's not been fun um largely for the most part but in terms of tiktok i don't think not just with tiktok but social media social media in general that you'd have that many people um watching content and making content uh, whilst in isolation so yeah i suppose it's got two sides yeah 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 um when did you decide you were going to go full steam ahead with tiktok was it during lockdown did you get a bit bored um was it a lockdown? I think it was a lockdown. I started in December, December 20. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't decide to go full steam ahead. Mm. I kind of wanted to grow on there, so I said to myself, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna upload once a day, yeah, every day. And then um, a, a month or two had been, and I realised that the quality of the videos wasn't where I wanted them to be. Where I was yeah. doing so many, it was quantity over quality. So um, yeah, I didn't I didn't push it too hard at the start, and it wasn't until maybe February March I, I tried a bit harder to to edit the videos more and to to record different parts and sort of put them together in, in ways. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. Summer. Awesome. So just let's start at the beginning. Try to uh, make these as cohesive as possible. It is called Absolute Bedlam, but I'm just a bit of a sucker for uh, a narrative. <laughs> so when were you able to practice music and drums by yourself? Because I know from experience of me playing bass for 11 years that drummers have always been very problematic for me. I've always had people that have either been in 12 bands, including weddings, or I've had drummers that actually don't have access to a kit. And it's all been a bit sort of, sometimes I've struck it lucky and found the right person, you know, who has the right level of commitments. But when did you realize as a child that you wanted to pursue music slash drumming? Um, in terms of pursuing music, I don't know about career wise, but I've always, I've always had a keen interest. I started on guitar I think I quit after a month and then I got keyboard lessons and I quit after two or three months um and then I heard someone playing in year seven for any of your US viewers I have no idea what grade that is but how old are you in year seven like 10 or 11 maybe yeah I'd say 11 yeah. so, um I heard someone play and just got really interested had a little play around then when I got to high school year nine um I started getting lessons and that's when I instantly just like loved it. Just pl played them every single day, and um, yeah, it's, it's probably I probably wanted to do a career back then. I didn't probably think it was really like viable as a career until I was like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, sort of started doing it at college. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What um, college did you go to? Went to Weymouth College. I've I've got yeah. a funny funny story with that because I I actually went. For, on five different occasions five different years yeah so I, i'm 24 now and i'm only in my second year of uni because i i did music first sorry I, I did a levels first at school yeah dropped out and did music dropped out did music yeah. again dropped out and then did a levels yeah dropped out and then i did music again and luckily it went all right that time okay <laughs> if at first you don't succeed try another four times right this is true there we go uh, awesome so what attracted you to drumming you know what i don't really know i think it's just like innate like it's just inside you in terms of yeah. what instrument you kind of gravitate towards I've, I've always just had a very keen interest in rhythm like i was always tapping on my legs and that when i was young yeah i, I still do it now and I, I really annoy my girlfriend like every yeah. day no tapping on the floor, kids are trying to sleep yeah. tapping was there a specific song that made you sort of say that I could probably learn this if I really tried yeah funny you say that um second and Sebring by of mice and men oh, right. I think that came out in 2011 so I hadn't been drumming for long yeah and that was like more complex and like much more complex than anything I'd done before yeah so I, I literally just played it on my phone was tapping on my legs I'd stop the song after like five seconds go back to yeah. the start and then go like to like seven or eight seconds and yeah just try and learn the whole thing which I did yeah nice yeah I remember before I learned 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 bass um, I was all about guitar 
and pre-guitar is all about singing and then I realized that I couldn't sing so that was the only available <laughs> slot in the band that was available to me which I've discussed in a previous episode called funny school stories if anyone wants to do that um but with bass I was very set on learning some very complex songs straight away mm. and it kind of humbles you doesn't it and it makes you realize that you've actually got to start at the beginning and you yeah. sometimes you can't learn queen just from the top of your head you have to learn the especially with like fretted instruments and stuff like that you have to actually learn the notes 100%. Even things sort of that um, yeah sorry even things that aren't like technically hard to play if the structure of the song is difficult and you've got lots of different like drums wise like fills in different places and some courses yeah. don't have fills and things it's like just yeah. putting it all together it's like the discipline of, of actually learning a song say mm. or covering for example yeah yeah it's not easy there's a lot of work that goes into it when you cover songs do you add your own twist to it or do you try and do it verbatim note for note um i think that depends like yeah. songs that i know really really well i probably actually play it more to the original like i've recorded a cover of nightmare by avenged and yeah. um they're probably my all-time favorite band so i've always just known the drums yeah since, since i was started Fair playing um, I, I i play that um to the original but things like um i did this edm cover mm. um of a song just a couple of weeks ago go check it out because it's got like no views um and i just basically improvised the whole thing on the first take and it came yeah. out okay awesome i love avenge sevenfold as well so what's your favorite album by them um yeah probably self-titled maybe nightmare i'm probably tied with those two because they were the I don't know if they're the best instrumentally, but they're the most nostalgic because that's when I got into them. Yeah. Back in 2009, yeah, you 10. Feel like you're retreading familiar ground sort of thing rather than. Yeah. What about you? Waking the Fallen. Absolutely love that album. Yeah. Um, so I've not I. really heard Sounding of the Seventh Trumpet that much. Um, mm -hmm. But I know Waking the Fallen was when MC Shadows um, blew his voice out. Yeah. And he had to get throat surgery, didn't he? Yeah. and he had to kind of relearn his style and go a bit easier on himself but um, because they're popular for their melodic yeah. style they never had that before there was a bit i think it's track five to track six it's called desecrate through revenants and it goes mm -hmm. straight into eternal rest and i was yeah. like what the fuck this is so cool how it's like perfectly syncopated to the next song and eternal yeah. rest starts for solo and I've mm -hmm. never, ever heard a band do that before. And I was just like, this is mental. Like, this is like the first time I listened to the Black Album by Metallica. Yeah. And I, I never thought I'd feel that again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they are mad. Um, I can't, I'm really yeah. trying to pick up the part of the song you mean. It's annoying me. Because yeah. I know the song, but I've just, it's gone from my head. Yeah. I'd love to see a Wake in the Fallen that. song of some description as a cover. Obviously, they did, mm -hmm. um, what was it? They're really, really popular song. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Heartbeat off that one, maybe? No, it's not that one. Um, Let me look at my phone. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm quite an early song. song. On, on Reminiscence. Yeah, that's a good show. That's, that's got a cool uh, sort of Pantera-like riff. Yeah, Unholy Confessions you're probably thinking mm. of. Yeah. That one. That's the one. Right, so what have I got written down here? Bear with me two seconds. So, other than TikTok, are you in any bands? 
yes, but no. Um, I'm I do like a metal's cover, metal covers band. Um, it's called Distance Between Us. Again, check it out. Not many views. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we um, yes, since the first lockdown, just um, a few friends just recording from home, doing covers of doing metal covers of popular songs that put together mainly by my good mate Jack Wood, who's yeah. a sick guitarist. Um, does a lot of the writing. Um, yeah. was lucky. I was lucky enough to, to get in on it. And um, yeah, we, we've um, released not many, maybe five or six covers, um, but that was just something fun to do sort of during lockdown just to keep us yeah. busy musically working. Um, yeah. The last band I was in, it's called actually the only proper band I've been in, I've not played live much, was Hollow Horizons. And that was, mm. I think I finished that a couple of years ago, just, just before the first lockdown, we actually um, called it a day. Um, so I, I've not done a whole lot of live stuff before yeah fair enough yeah i, I recognize the name i want to say was jacob george in that he was yeah i know jacob i know Oscar yeah, as well. Not, yeah, yeah i'm just down the road from you mate so uh, right. it's, all, it's all relative um no, known jack wood for probably 15 years i reckon he's mm-hmm. always been quite a little cocky sort of uh oh, bantery meme lord sort of person isn't he i'm gonna make sure he sees this as well yeah yeah definitely shout out jack <laughs> i um drove end of days once to the firehouse in southampton in my clapped out Vauxhall mariva and it was yeah. a miracle that i managed to get up the hill with the amount of gear that i had in my car but they genuinely seemed really grateful that i helped them out and all that sort of stuff and i knew the promoter and i knew the bands that were playing that night and yeah, yeah. i haven't really spoken to them since to be honest I had a bit of a back and forth with Winter, one of their guitarists. But yeah, every time I like go to Asda and stuff like that, I occasionally bump into the singer and I bump into Jack now and then. But um, they've cool. been doing really well for themselves, to be fair. But yeah, when you're creative, you've got to keep creative, even in lockdown, haven't you? So it's good to see that people have found an outlet for that rather than just staring at a wall for two years. It needs to be done. Got to keep That's it. So... I've got one last question about music and then we're going to quickly venture into sponsorship corner. So drumming, what's your creative process for these crazy meme drum covers that you've come up with? Because they're very, very well executed. And I can tell that you're not just double pedaling the absolute hell out of the song and just seeing if it goes viral or not. No, I mean, well, firstly, I don't know if a video is going to get 2,000 views or 200,000 or 2 million so yeah. I always try and learn a song um, to the actual drums because so- it's sometimes it's hard to find a cover of a song so I'm going to put into the audio without any drums in Yeah. so if I'm just drumming over the top and it's not the original drums it's just going to sound dreadful so um, in ter- yeah in terms of the process um, I don't really know I mean I, I'm, I'm lucky to get sent some videos where I've obviously gained a following people tag me a lot of stuff Mm. they don't so much anymore so sometimes i have to go and look for the videos but say i I, I find a video of of a dog howling i'm like yeah this sick with this like um there were some guys like hitting a hammer and i in my head i was just like i was like that's in the same rhythm as the pornhub intro so i put the pornhub intro over and it got got a few views yeah it varies i'm just a bit weird i don't really know yeah it's worked so yeah. Sometimes it's good to be weird if it means you're going to, because there's a lot of people out there that think about doing these things and there's very few people that actually mobilize and actually do it and pub- press publish sort of thing. 
because um, yeah. they're afraid that it might get no views or they're afraid that it might get 3 million views and people start knocking at their door. I still can't watch yeah. my, my own videos back. Yeah. Um, I just still, it's just awkward. Yeah. It? Yeah. Um, it's funny because there's kind of two camps of this. Like I listen back to all my podcasts before I press publish. But there's also people like Snoop Dogg who promotes the absolute hell out of himself. Mm. Like, he was on the Joe Rogan experience recently and he was just like, Snoop Dogg is the best music you'll ever hear. And it's just, it's just funny. Like some people are just so shameless, like Kanye West style of sort of wearing their own shirts. You know, that used to be quite awkward back in the day, but now it's quite it's a thing. sort of promotional, isn't it? It's very self-marketing. But yeah, no, fair enough. So music, gigs, if you can remember them. Mm -hmm. What's the best gig you've ever been to as a punter? As a punter? Do you know, I have to say, um, Spring with the Horizon, this, no, last year, it's 2022 now, September um, in Cardiff. um, Yeah. They're my my top three, like, favourite bands of all time, um, obviously. I was lucky enough to, to speak to Wally and have a few things sent to me a couple of times, which is cool. So I, you know, it, it was around that time as well. So I was really looking forward to it. Um, I hadn't seen them before apart from at Reading 2015. So yeah, it was insane. They put on such a good live show, like all of the visuals, everything. They're so tight. It's just perfect yeah. for me. Amazing. Where in that, where in Cardiff was that? Uh, Motor Point, I want to say. Yeah. All right. Point. Is that an arena? nice not, not massive capacity it's like 10 15 000, i think yeah, yeah no i've got them on the bucket list I've, i saw them very very early on in their career at something called the southampton nexus bar oh, really? and this was when they were like proper screamy like yeah devil sold his soul and i killed the prom queen supported them oh, wow. and, when uh, was that like, 2006 i want to say but this was like um for stevie wonder's eyes only like you could barely you couldn't really understand any of the music or any of the vocals and it was just this sort of unaudible chaos especially live it was just like you know it's it's insane how that turns into what they've done now yeah i think a lot of bands nowadays have to adapt or die and they have to sort of muse are a good example i always go to muse and they've always had to be Muse, but they've had to adapt their album themes. Yeah. You know, no album sounds the same, but Rush are another good example. If, you, if you've if you heard of them, they're awesome. Love Rush. Love Rush. But yeah, it's cool. Right. So that's the gig question out of the way. What else have we got? Oh, this is a good one. I forgot to mention this to you. Top okay. three slash five albums ever. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I should have prepared answers for this, shouldn't I? Yeah, that's um, right. So I'll go Avenged. So out of... Um, no, all right, let's let's go self-titled. I, I think it's just the best album, even if yeah. it's not the most nostalgic. But then I'll go Sempaternal. Yeah. And Nostalgic, I think it's the best album yeah. from Green. Definitely, yeah. And then I've got, I've got to go Eminem. I'm going to go... Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. Love. Awesome. Is that top three? Yeah. I'm happy with that. I won't go anymore because I can yeah, name yeah. low. Yeah. Probably the main, main three. I think you need to do a cover of Desperation. That's a tune. Eminem. Ooh, consider that actually. 
yeah, that's 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 definitely one to watch. They've actually got some really like complex music in the background of you know a lot of people forget that there's backing tracks to Eminem's voice. Yeah. Um, lose yourself, you know that's quite a tricky baseline. And um, please stand up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, video games. Video. Games. Childhood first memory of a video game. For a video game. Um, I don't know if it's the first memory. Maybe when I was like seven or eight, Christmas time, going around my auntie's, and they had uh ps1 yeah and i thought it was the the, the coolest thing ever and yeah still to be fair um what are you playing it was an old crash bandicoot game i can never remember the title of it yeah um i won't bother explaining it because i'll make a picture out of it but yeah crash bandicoot on the ps1 probably nice nice i'm a sonic was it absolutely love sonic sega mega drive my mum bought me a tv she mentioned this a couple of weeks ago actually she bought me a tv and I opened the TV in front of her and I was like, I don't want a TV. Like, I was like seven. I was like, I don't TV. want a TV, mum. And then she bought me a Sega. So she oh. wanted me to open it in a sequence. Yeah. And then I went from, I don't want this to, oh my God, I've got the best parents on the planet because <laughs> they bought me a Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> Imagine kids now today yeah. opening a TV and saying, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not in rose gold, Mum. I don't want it. It's only 64 yeah. gigabyte storage. <laughs> Mental. version, Mum. That's it, yeah. Um, are you a fan of movies? I am. I don't watch a lot of movies, you know. I, I tend to, just, to watch a bit of Netflix. I go on Netflix and watch Come Dine With Me, to be fair. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I watch a lot of movies. I haven't got really got a massive yeah. list of things I love. Do you find um, Netflix helps you sort of turn off yeah it's I kind think, of mindless yeah, viewing yeah. isn't it come down with me i suppose yeah, turn back on when you're watching netflix because yeah the cycles and you keep watching episode after episode and yeah yeah no, fair yeah, enough dude. cool cool um video games i was meant to ask you top three slash five video games of all time but that's obviously quite a tricky one so it's up to you if you want to answer that now or we can go back to that in a bit it's up to you I'll answer it now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably worth mentioning. I, I've i only played in the past five years. I, I've, I've played a little bit of the game, but I've really just stuck to COD yeah. and Rocket League and a little bit of FIFA. Um, yeah. In terms of the top five, I will always say Modern Warfare 2, COD Modern Warfare 2 was my all-time favourite. I could list probably eight of the, or 10 of the 15 CODs as my favourite games because I've just always played them. Yeah. Um, but Rocket League from the past couple of years has been the main one. Mm. Odd. About you? Did you notice like Nazi Zombies was the best thing ever when you started playing it? Yes, Nazi Zombies. Yeah, so well, good. Yeah. Because that first time, I, I think I must have been about 10 years old. Yeah. And I went to my mate's house and I remember hiding behind the door because uh, it was like Nazi Zombies just after we completed the campaign. And yeah, I was, yeah. No idea what was going to happen. And... Nazi yeah. zombies are the most evil things ever. I can't think of anything more evil on the spectrum. And they're, they're not just zombies, they're Nazi zombies. <laughs> Nazi zombies, it's like, yeah. It's like Mike and Spencer's slogan, isn't it? Um, yeah. Top three games for me was Pokemon Snap on the N64, Ocarina of Time, Zelda, Ocarina of Time, uh, N64 again. The third one is a bit of a wild card for me. It's 
prob- I think I've mentioned this several episodes now, but it fluctuates with me quite heavily. Mm. Um, I want to say Lilac Wars on the N64, which was like a Star Fox game. Okay. But at the same time, there's other games that probably overtook it. One of my absolute favorite games ever is on the PS2. It's called Onimusha Warlords. And you're oh, a samurai. Had... I've never played of it. And it's absolutely terrifying. Um, I wouldn't recommend anyone plays it under the age of 18. Um, some of the noises and some of the enemies in it are truly like nightmare fuel. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, um, it's quite a magical sort of, you can power up your weapons and you can upgrade them as you get more souls from your gauntlet yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's quite a hard game as well. There wasn't really much hand-holding in it. No, um, I, I, they, mean, I played games like that, but yeah. I've just always the, the same couple. <laughs> yeah, they remade it for the PS4, so I bought it for like eight quid straight away as soon as I could. But they said that they weren't, as Capcom, who obviously make Resident Evil, they said yeah. that they weren't going to make any other games to remake, which I was a bit gutted by. And I wanted to actually start a petition because Onimusha <laughs> 2, Onimusha 3, and if they make another one, well, they're just so epic. Yeah. 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 They're just so like cinematic, especially 3. That's really like, I don't know if you ever played Final Fantasy. Yeah. But, you, know, like, when, you know, like when the cutscenes are like cinematic. Yeah, and then you kind of go back to normal mode, and it's like blocky. <laughs> it's like on a mission free, the whole thing is quite cinematic. It's quite hard to tell when a cutscene ends and when I like it, that. you know. But yeah, that's mine. Nice. So we've got some random quickfire questions, Ooh. but we kind of glossed over a pretty substantial thing just then, which was the fact that Bring Me the Horizon messaged you. Was that on TikTok? Yeah. So what went through your head when that happened? I was um I was with my girlfriend and it came I was washing up and it, it came up on my on my phone. Um yeah. they messaged me. So I, I clicked on the message, then instantly clicked off to see if they were following me and they were. Yeah. And I was just like I, I completely lost my shit. Yeah. And she had no idea who they were or anything. She, she she's not really into heavy music at all or yeah. rock. Uh, so um yeah, I just just lost my shit. I then wrote out a message about ten times. <laughs> what, yeah. How am I going to say back to these people? Because they're literally my idols. Like, what what do I say? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, it, I can't remember. I was just in, it, in a bit of a daze, to be fair. Was there a certain song or a certain cover that they highlighted, or did they just say they loved your channel and they loved your work? Um, I think. Oh no, which one was it? It was it was it was one video that um, they replied to on TikTok. Yeah, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, it was just one certain video. You said yeah. um, I can't remember what they said. Like, love um, love your stuff. It's hilarious. Love Ollie or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't a big message, but it was enough to make me smile. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. So, um, quick fire questions. So these mm-hmm. are proper just say what you think first thing that comes to your mind like the ink blots during therapy okay right so a kinder egg is it a toy or is it a chocolate treat with a toy inside why not both why not both i like it i like it baby bear little cheese string baby bell every day staying in a tent or staying in a static caravan when going camping 
I would, uh, I would like to say 10, but realistically, it's a caravan. Can't yeah, be I think that's every question has that answer. <laughs> every time I've asked it. Uh, living in a city or living in the countryside? Living in the countryside, would like to live in the city eventually. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll probably come back when I'm old. Chocolate or sweets? Sweets. Bath or shower? We, we only have a bath, but I, I'd quite like a shower. Oh, okay. So you should shower around. Why not both? Why not have a bath from the shower? <laughs> One of my friends on a episode about I don't know about six months ago. He's a proper like eco warrior. He's called Matt Barber. Okay. And he was like proper like zero waste. You know everything's got to be carbon negative and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, I'm gonna have a bath. And I was like, What happens? Like, do you ever feel when you have a bath that you're kind of sat in your own sort of dirt? And he's like, yeah, that's why you have a shower afterwards. <laughs> I'm just like, mate, like, yeah. so you want to waste twice as much water as, you, you know, shower all the way for me. I find it quite hard to relax. So uh, there we go. Um, and last thing from the wildcard section is minor inconveniences. So is there anything in your day-to-day life that kind of just pisses you off, but you accept and carry on with your day? So I've got one as an example if you want one. Yeah, go on then. What's the time? So when people say turn it on and off again rather than turn it off and on again. Because if you turn it on and off again, you're in the exact same fucking position you were in the past. <laughs> Dude, that's so minor. Yeah. I love that annoys you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. So the first thing that comes to my head is driving. Um yeah. and then you go to let's say you, you pull in to let someone pass it might not even be your right of way but you, you you're still pulled in to let someone pass yeah and uh they're driving towards you thinking yeah this guy's about to put their finger up or a little thumbs up a yeah, yeah, yeah and then they come past you and it's nothing yeah and, uh, yeah you're welcome mm-hmm. that yeah that, that really grinds my gears there's quite a lot of things with driving like yeah i don't shout but i'm quietly seething inside for a, for a long time yeah yeah do you think drumming is your sort of vent it allows you to really get your feelings out yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah i think if it wasn't then i wouldn't have been able to yeah. to do it passionate about it yeah the first time my son ever said knobhead was because i shouted it in the car and i <laughs> forgot he was in the back and he was like what's a knobhead dad and i was like oh no oh lord oh, how old is <sighs> take a seat he was about four but he's eight now and uh i've okay. somehow managed to keep him alive ever since Fair play. Well, you're doing good. I've I have a two and a half year old, so I'm I'm a quarter of the way to where you yeah. are, is you know keeping a child alive. And then we've got a nice a five month old as well. Nice, awesome. Maybe. Yeah, I bet, no doubt. Yeah, man. So we're going to go in a sponsorship corner, and then I want to know what your plans for the future are. Perfect. So just watch this for salesman. I'm not a salesman at all. My girlfriend's. Sorry, go on. No, I just said give give me a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. So all of my discount codes, apart from Made Sure, are now Bedlam 2022 because we're now in 2022. They were in 2021 and I will get them changed, but I'm a bit useless and life is a bit mental. So apologies. Coming out of an apology video straight away. So <laughs> my girlfriend's wax milk company is called Made Sure. I don't know if you can see that. Hopefully you can. It'll be backwards. We love a wax melt here. Yeah, we do. So 
This is Snowflake Cookie. Got one mm. here called White Pixie. Hopefully no. you can see that. That's there we sweet. go. Smell really good. Uh, eco packaging and all that stuff as well. Got a nice sort of silvery regal one here. It's uh, sweater weather. And you got Ooh. a little bow on it as well. Is so right? if you go to madesure.bigcartel.com and you put in the code BEDLAM20, you'll get 20% off your total order online. Very quick shipping. Sometimes I have to go to the post office myself and deliver it. Um, we've also got Grind, who are the fitness company from Weymouth that support the podcast. There they are. Uh, it's a hoodie. That's why I'm not wearing it, because it's fucking hot in here. Um, Bedlam 2022 will get you 25% off everything on their website. Uh, they're doing a lot of events this year, providing COVID jogs on. Um, so definitely check that website out and let me know if there's any products or any questions that you have. And last thing, we've got Archie Soul always sorting me out on the beard front, on the hair gel, everything like that. So you're, you're the good candidate for that, Joe. Recently, for Christmas, Mark from Archie Soul very kindly sent me this, which is worth 25 quid. Mm. Uh, Anthony Sea Kelp Body Scrub. Really, really Ooh. nice stuff. And I do actually use it. Thank I haven't you. used much of this because it's quite expensive. Uh, what else have we got? We've got Duke Cannon. I've got massive mm. soap bars. Damn. Let me open this up quickly just to show you that it's not a massive box. A large that is a big boy bottle of soap. Box okay. of soap, not bottle of soap. Um, and we've got some beard oil here. I need some more. So archiesoul.com, Bedlam 2022 give you 20% off all of their items at store. And it gives me a tiny bit of money to put fuel in my car and allow me to continue living my life. So yeah, awesome. That's Sponsorship Thanks. Corner sorted. Yeah. So we will move on, Joe, to what have we got? Let's have a look. We have plans for the future. So what does your year look like? My year? Um, so I'm in my second year of uni, so I've got a placement next year. Um, so I've started working with a company called ATV, who is a drum manufacturer, and they're really good. Um, and I, they basically sent me this lovely posh two and a half grand drum kit to sort of play drums and make videos for them. And I guess, yeah, just try and get a bit of brand awareness out there. So I've been doing that through TikTok. Not through TikTok, but that's, you know, how we yeah. sort of speaking um so with my uni i'm, I'm studying mar uh, digital marketing yeah so i'm hoping um i could move into like a paid role for a year doing marketing slash content creation sort of on both ends of the yeah. behind uh, in front of the camera if you want um, which would be lovely so that's that's that um in terms of other plans keeping tiktok going because yeah. um you know when when you've done so many ideas it can be hard to hard to maintain creativity mm. and i don't like putting out videos that i'm not happy with yeah um and you know stuff's been mental over christmas like i've uploaded today for the first time in like two or three weeks like it's, it's bad and i used to upload every day mm. but um so yeah keeping that going um i, I started the gym recently um yeah for six months and i'm committed to to get my money's worth yeah. i'm on my three thousand calories a day at the moment so i'm aching right now i'm going to the gym after we finish to um, okay yeah, 
to try and crack on and work hard. Nice. It's, yeah, it's just a bit of a balancing act, really. Also got family as well, so okay. that's me. So you're one of the first guests I've ever had that actually my sponsorships kind of appeal to you. All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Most people were like, what's a wax melt? Explain it to me. And uh, I don't wash. Tell me what Archie Soul is, you know. <laughs> I don't really. So, yeah, awesome. Well, I'm expecting some commission from you soon, Mr. Button. Might drive 15 minutes up the road and pick some bits up from you. Yeah, that's it. Um, and the last question that we always ask is the most important. Of course, it's the Tesco meal deal question. Oh, here we go. So it can be mm. any supermarket, okay. sandwich, crisps and drink or snack and drink. What are we saying? That's a big question, my friend. Um, I want to I want to say that the co-op meal deal is superior. Okay. However, the OG is the Tesco, so we'll, we'll stick with Tesco's. Um, I always used to go for the the feta and red pepper tomato pasta. Love that, but it's a bit tangy. So if you have like a fizzy drink at the same time, it like I don't think it complements it well. However, you want to get your money's worth. So I tend to get a Red Bull. The Red Bull is always the staple, the big one if it's there. Yeah. It's like 250 anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, all day breakfast is a big favorite. So we'll go all day breakfast, big Red Bull, and uh, the cheat, uh, the sweet chili stick with a little pot of sweet chili. The chicken yeah, stick. Yeah, with yeah. Pot, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. What about you? Chicken satay. They're good. Um, yeah. I think mine will change this year so watch that space if people literally just watch these for that i, I don't know if people <laughs> do that i'll check my youtube analytics after this and they'll just be like 57 minutes to one minute to, to one hour three minutes they'll just be right, like a massive right, influx of people um yeah. it used to be chicken bacon lettuce sandwich mm, um, okay. blue doritos or thai sweet chili sensations my crisps were always my sort of moving target sometimes i like a hula hoop Sometimes I like knickknacks. Oh, normally, normally the crisps are the staple, so that's quite yeah. interesting that you and I'm pretty consistent with my drinks, but that could change this year because I'm trying to curb Monster. I'm exactly the same. I normally have one every day, and I haven't yeah. for a few weeks. I've had like a couple of breaks with you know this holiday weirdness that we experience between Christmas and New Year, mm. where you don't even know what day is anymore. No. Um, and that's kind of made me realize that I can actually survive without drinking Monster because I find myself driving a lot. So that's my sort of crux is when I'm driving, I drink a can of Monster. Um, so I might change that. But I also don't want to like a lot of people out there that kind of bullshit themselves and say, I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes now. I'm only going to smoke straights. I'm only going to smoke, you know, what's the word? Um, rollies when you make your own yeah. cigarettes. And I don't want to go from like Monster to Lucasaid because that's kind of the same sort of thing, really, isn't it? So I kind of want to just stop drinking fizzy, but that's so difficult to do in reality. So hard, yeah. Um, I've stopped drinking Pepsi every night. Wow. Um, so that's not necessarily a resolution. It's just something that I'm aware of and I want to sort of curb on. It's hard to um, do, though. It really, it really is. Hard. It's more of a habit as well. Like yeah. I normally... I normally survive off of coffee, yeah. energy, maybe a beer in the evening. Yeah, yeah. I never drink any water in the past couple of weeks. The past week, let's say, I've been having two liters a day. And I don't even want 
like um, Pepsi or anything because yeah. I'm full up from water. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I'll do it. But yeah, how's um how's fitness going for you? Is did you say you're six months in or is that your target? No, that's my target. Yeah, I'm I, I'm a small boy right now. I'm I'm a five foot six thin boy. So. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've worked out in the past and I've gone to the gym in the past for a good like few months and been consistent and eating well, but, um, I've got a fast metabolism, so I need to work really hard to eat a lot. Yeah. Otherwise I'll just get really lean and burn more calories. So it's okay. I'm really aching right now. I was, I was meant to do arms today, but I'm still hurting from yesterday, uh, the yeah. day before. So I'm yeah. going to do abs and, abs and legs when I go today. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just remembered you're going after this, aren't you? So, um, before yeah. christmas about two weeks before christmas i decided to break my 10k limit when i was jogging and i decided to do 22k wow. so that's kind of like you, you'll know like where the ridgeway is yeah so i kind of live near there don't want to leak my address to the internet oh here we go uh, yeah so i went from there to the rodwell trail that's yeah that's a long way man and I don't really know how I did it, but I kind of wanted to prove to myself that I could do it if I absolutely had to. So I ended up running from there to sort of Chesil Beach on the way to Portland. Wow. And it's actually made me quite aware that it's very easy to run somewhere. But mm. when you've got to turn around and go back, that's when the pain starts kicking in. Yeah. But, um, that's my sort of, I do that two times a week. I usually just do 10K, which it's kind of weird to say just 10K because I never thought that that would be achievable. And I kind of want to do a half marathon at some point this year, but I don't want to do it too early. I want to try and actually prepare myself properly for it. 13 miles is that? 12, yeah, I think it's 22 or 23K. Yeah, about that then. Yeah, I think a marathon, a marathon is 26 miles, yeah. something like that. But yeah, do you find fitness sort of helps with the drums? Because I imagine it's quite a physical activity. I mean, to be honest with you, like I don't, I haven't done a lot before. Um, I go, I, I go through stages of doing stuff. Like I know sort of what exercises to do and stuff. But um, the drumming was the only thing that's really kept me remotely fit. Yeah. Lockdown. I'm, I'm lucky enough to to not gain a lot of weight. I can sort of eat what I want. Yeah. Um, tends to be the wrong thing, but. Yeah, that's what it is. It's locked down. Who's gonna it. care? That's it. No one can see you. So <laughs> that's it. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it from from me. Is there anything that you wanted to ask me, or is there anything that you want to give a shout out to? Any sponsors or yeah. any bands or anything like that? Sponsors are. Oh, let me. This is this is a bad Monday top. They've not paid me to say this. I just think it's really cool. They sent yeah, loads yeah. of. Clothes. It's like. Nice. I think it's called Iridescent, so check check Bad Monday out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check, check Jack Wood out, Big Jack Wood. You'll probably be watching this. It's Jack Jack Wood underscore guitar. I've probably got that yeah, wrong. That's um, it, yeah. He's a guitarist and he does a lot of uh, free lessons on Instagram and he does uh, paid ones on Patreon. That's also very worth it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's probably me, man. Check me out as well. Nice. Yeah, sure. yeah. Where can we find okay. you? Joe, uh, Joe B Drums on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Awesome. Got any more interviews this year planned? No, man. Just no. me. This year. Not, <laughs> Not right now. Awesome. Right. Well, watch your space because I think you're onto a bit of a winner and you've uh, you've cracked a bit of a niche, I think, with <laughs> these uh, Karen freakouts on the drums. So, uh, Thanks, mate. I'll keep it up. Keep going. I will Don't... do.
take your foot off the gas unless you absolutely have to. The only way to the only way to win the game is to keep playing the game. This is very true. You've got to be in the game to win it. That's it. Right, nice one. Cool. I'll so speak to you soon. Me. Cheers. Hey guys, got a new Archie Salt ad read coming at ya. So Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 10% off everything on their website, which is www.archysoul.com. So you've probably heard this before, but during the midst of lockdown, I didn't really care what time I woke up, didn't really care what was on my face, didn't read, to be completely honest with you, I didn't even really care if I had a shower. I was not in a good state. And this website has come along and this company has come along and it's changed the game for me. It's allowed me to care about what I do, what I wear, what I look like, what sort of pomade I have on my hair. Just, I can't describe how good their stuff is. So we've got Monsieur Barbier, we've got Duke Cannon, we've got American Crew, we've got Anthony. We've got all sorts of products on their website. Check it out, www.archysoul.com. If you use code BEDLAM2021 at checkout, you'll get 10% off everything on their store. The shipping logistics side of things is insane. Um, I put in orders on Tuesday and I get them on Thursday. Company based in Shropshire. Um, yeah, Mark from Archie Soul has hooked me up, so I want to pay it forward, and I want everyone to check it out, and you will thank me later, because this stuff is awesome, and hopefully we've got some new deals coming up soon. But in the meantime, Archie Soul, www.archiesoul.com. Check them out, tell Mark I sent you, Bedlam2021 discount code at checkout. Cheers, guys. Back to it. Hello. Just realised the Archie Soul advert is a bit wrong. 15% off with the code BEDLAM2021. 15% off, not 10%. Ben, you're an idiot and you need to stop rushing your ad reads. Cheers. Hey guys, got a new ad read for you. We've got Made Sure Wax Melts. So if you use the code BEDLAM20 at checkout, you will get 20% off. BEDLAM20 for 20% off. So the website for Made Sure is madesure.bigcartel.com. So wax melts to suit every mood, every emotion, every feeling. Currently gearing up for Halloween. So uh, yeah. Handmade wax melts. Get involved. Um, haven't had a bad bit of feedback yet. So there we go. Shout out to Hannah for uh, making the best wax melts in Dorset. Bar none. So made sure. It's Bedlam 20 for 20% off your entire order at checkout. Cheers. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and do I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited.com.
That's www.grindlimitedukcom I've recently been given some of their products to test out and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Better Than Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then. Back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products grind. Back to the episode.